Amen? Amen. Amen. One of the things uh, that was just absolutely astonishing to me was um, the fact that this script that Pastor Carlos worked on, how incredibly timely it was for this period of so many people in our church's life. And he wrote this thing back in the beginning of the year, back when things seemed pretty good. And a lot of us, just as the course of 2014 has rolled on, have seen not a great light as much as a great darkness and a great heaviness. I mean, massively difficult. Surgeries, um, medical issues, financial issues, things that took place at your house, things that took place at your workplace, things that took place at school that broke you, that shattered you in so many ways. This, this was a very, very dark December on top of everything. And it's very easy for us to resonate with Jeffrey, Jeffrey, uh, Doug Shelton's character, who asked the question, the honest question, listen, either God is not good because of the fact that he's, he's inept to do anything about the darkness, or he's cruel and he just doesn't want to. He's laughing at my prayers. And the amazing message of Scripture the phenomenal story of Christmas lets us know that that is not the case at all. In fact, it's just the opposite. It's the fact that, that God does deal with the darkness. That he, he de- dealt with the darkness by entering into it. That he came as a little child. And that child rose to the point that, again, he not only was humbled as he came into this earth, he was humbled as he took on all of our sin and all of the darkness of the world on the cross. That's the message of Scripture. That's the light of life. This is what the prophet Isaiah talked about when he said that the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in a land of deep darkness, on them has a light shone. And the thing that we have as as a people is understanding that we don't have to oversimplify what's going on around us. Because again, it gets very easy for us to say, well, you know what? Um, This must be just all God. This is God's issue. Or you know what? It's those people's issue. The darkness and the problem with the world is those people or this person. Christianity is the only way that we can have an honest and and helpful and and healing perspective on the darkness where we can say, no, there is darkness. And we know the darkness is out there. We know the darkness is not from God. But the darkness is not just out there. It's here too. The brokenness is here as well. We can see the results and everywhere else, but we also have to take a really honest look at ourselves and say, the darkness is here as well, which is why Jesus came. Why he stepped into the darkness, even our darkness. John in chapter 1 says this, In him was life, talking about Jesus, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There's not one single thing that you have done that the light of Jesus can't overcome it. There's not one single issue that will break you in this world, which does break us in this world, that his love won't absolutely allow to ultimately be something that he will redeem and rescue you through. There's people in this congregation who've gone through things that I couldn't possibly, in my worst nightmare, encounter. And yet, in conversations with you, I've heard you say time and time again, there's no way that I could have possibly gotten through this if it were not for God. If it were not for the hope that I have. See, Lucas had one of the best lines of the whole play when he said, Dad, I'm giving you the gift of hope. See, our hope isn't based on an ideology or our track record. It's our hope is built and anchored in Jesus and who he is. 
My son, Micah, when he was a little boy, he, um, and I've told this story before, but when he was a little kid, he was afraid of the dark. He's 14, and he's almost as tall as me, and he's wearing my shoes now. He's no longer afraid of the dark. But back then, he was afraid of the dark, scared to death of it. And I remember when I was tucking him in, I tried to sing him a song just to help him feel better. And when I sing people's songs, it does not make them feel better. But he said, Dad, I'm just scared of the dark. I said, sweetheart, you need to understand that God is here with you. He's here with you. God's here with me now? Yes. God. See, Mike was already a believer. He'd already asked Jesus to forgive him of his sins. So I could tell him honestly, Jesus is with you. He's never going to leave you. He's never going to walk away with you. There's nothing that can separate you from his love. Micah, Jesus is here. He's here? Yes. In my room? Yes. In the dark? Yes. And then he started looking around the room. Let's find him. And that is an expression of the Christian walk. Our faith is going through this world and recognizing that Jesus came to this world and he redeemed us. But the whole plan was not just to redeem us on the cross. The plan was to start to initiate God's dream all along, which is God with us. God with us through the ups and the downs, through the ridiculousness of life, that we're following him, that our life is aimed to bring him glory. In John chapter 8, it says this, And again Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. See, for many of you, you are believers, but your life has grown dull and dim because it's been focusing on the issues of darkness or issues of the world, but it hasn't been recognizing that even in the darkest dark, you can find him there, that Jesus is there. And you don't have to go and find him because he's already found you. Is that your reality? The message of Christmas is, I am here, I am here, I am here. And there's nothing you could possibly do to stop that. I am here, I am here, I am here. And in response to the Christmas carol, which says, do you see what I see? Oftentimes, our honest response is, no, I don't. And if you're someone who's never given your life to Jesus, you are walking in darkness, and that is alone. But Jesus has come to establish a relationship with you and a community with you, to walk with you and lead you from this point on where every day, no matter where you are, no matter what you're going through, he is there. Will you give your life to him? Ask him to be your Lord and Savior. Some of you are following him from this point forward, trusting him with your sin, that he can take care of it more than you can. If that's your story, if that's what your desire is, let's pray to him right now and start that journey here and now from this second forward. Will you pray with me? Let's pray. Lord Jesus, I don't know everyone's story in this room, so I just have to ask if there's anyone here, God, who's never opened themselves up to that child in the manger, opened themselves up to the fact that they can't deal with the darkness on their own, but that's your job, that's your business, and that we can trust the darkness in our heart and the darkness in this world to you and your strength and your sovereignty, trusting your plan over ours, trusting your eyes greater than our own. If that's your desire, simply pray to him now. Lord Jesus, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I've lived a life of darkness. I'm sorry that there's brokenness in my life here. And God, life without you is hell. And I understand, God, that that's my ultimate destination without you, but you're my hope. You are the great hope that I have. So I put my trust in you. 
what you did on the cross and your death and resurrection has bought me new life. So I'm asking you for forgiveness for all the darkness and I'm asking your light to come into my life and lead me from this moment forward. Let me follow you based on what you've done, not what I've done. And I'll give you thanks for that. In Jesus' name, we all pray. Amen. If you could take that piece of uh, paper out again. We're simply going to respond this way. In a second, the, uh, the ushers are going to be taking our offering, our morning offering. And in that, I'd, I'd encourage you to also put in these slips of paper and to check off as many of these boxes as apply. The first box is, this is my first time at NBC. And if that's your story, again, as soon as you get out of here, go on over to the welcome desk and pick up a, a gift from us. Um, you might be saying, I have questions. Look, I don't, I'm not ready to pray a prayer. I've got some serious doubts or some serious questions. If that's you, check that off and we will make an appointment with you. And we'll sit there as long as it takes to help, help answer any questions you have. You might have a question that will totally stump us. And if that's the case, we're going to keep on digging until we can help you with an answer. But check that off. For you, it might be saying this. For the first time, I ask Christ to rescue me and forgive my sins based upon his rescue mission of the cross, not my good works. I'm going to follow him from this day forward. Or you might be the last box, which is simply saying, I want to start to grow in my faith and tighter community with those around me at this church. I'm kind of attending here, but I'd like to take a deeper step. If that's you, check that off. And when those ushers come forward, I want to encourage you just to put that in there. So as you're filling that out now, let me just also just encourage you with this. You may be somebody in this congregation who's going through some seriously dark days right now. And you simply need to just pray with someone who can pray with you and, and lift you up. At the info counter, um, there's also going to be people there that are going to be able to just walk off to another room and pray with you if that's what you need. If you'd like someone to pray with you today, we've got people right there for you. Take advantage of that. All right, so right now we're going to go ahead and take the morning offering. Right after that, we're going to close in prayer and we'll be dismissed at that point. Ushers, you can come forward at this point. As the ushers are finishing up the final couple rows, uh, just a couple of points of business. One, please join us on December 24th. It's going to be a wonderful time together as a church family, both at 4.30 and 6 o'clock. When you're leaving today, as you're exiting the, the parking lot, if you could take the Cody Drive exit, that's the far side of the parking lot, as opposed to the Wabina side, that'll help our traffic flow this morning. That'd be great. 
make sure you get a chance to stop by the info booth if you'd like prayer or if this is your first time making a decision and you can receive a Bible and they'll help you on your journey. And also make sure to drop by uh, the art pieces and feel free to bid on that for the Grayman family. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. We love you as a church. Let me close in prayer. Lord Jesus, we give you thanks for the reality that you are the light and we are not. And that our trust and our hope is in you and your strength and not ours. And so God, I pray that we proclaim that this Christmas season above and beyond gifts, above and beyond presents and in family and drama and everything else. Lord, I pray that you help us proclaim the hope and the redemption found in you and you alone. And we'll give you thanks for that. It's in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, amen. Let's go live it. You are dismissed.